Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Welcome to the INFJ Whisperer podcast, where I dissect all things INFJ. You are not alone anymore. There are others like you. Hello, everyone. I hope that you're doing amazing wherever you are in the world. My name is Boom Shaka, and I welcome you to my channel. I see that there are a lot of new subscribers on the channel, so I'm really grateful for your support and all the kind messages and comments you've been putting on my channel. Uh, I hope that you keep on enjoying the content. There's a lot of it already on there. I think I have uh, 850-plus videos on INFJs already, so you're probably binging or listening or watching to some of them already. Um, As you can see, my sister and I moved again, and we got this beautiful villa in Bali, in Semenyak, which is a, a, a little city town in Bali, on the island. Um, we're only here for a month, <laughs> but it's nice to be here. Interestingly enough, I actually got COVID, I think. I was sick for the last few days. So if I'm not, um, if I look a little bit off, it's just because of that. Anyways, the reason I wanted to do a video today was actually, I was thinking about this a few days ago. Somehow I started thinking about when I was first in high school. Um, and I joined high school for, the last high school I joined because I moved around a lot because my parents, my father's job, moved us around a lot and uh, in the Middle East. And um, even though I was born in India, we moved in the Middle East a lot, maybe five or six different countries. And the last high school that I attended was in Dubai. Uh, and I remember this, I, for some reason, you know how it is, you have these random memories in your head, and some of them just kind of stick to you like, like glue. And you can kind of remember them and picture them and feel them so coherently and so accurately as if you were watching a movie as if like you're right there all again all over again you know every single time and it's been 20 no actually more than that 25 years since I've had since I went through this particular memory right so maybe longer than that actually almost 30 years actually since uh, you know, I actually went through that 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 bus ride that I'm going to be talking about in my high school, and my first day of high school in this in this school in Dubai, 
and you know, as I said, 30 years or more, and I can actually, even right now I'm standing here and I can picture that day so clearly in my head. It's just astounding to me that this kind of stuff happens. Anyways, I'm sure you have memories like that in your own, uh, in your own experience where, you know, it just, it sticks with you. Even I'm sure when I'm 80 years old or on my deathbed, I'll remember these particular, you know, there's a bunch of them, a bunch of memories that I have so clearly imprinted into my brain cells that maybe I'll even remember it in my next life, maybe not. But, you know, this particular memory was very clear to me because, as I said, it was my first day of school and I was going to this new school with my sister, so we were going to go to the same school because normally, you know, you'd go to separate schools because she was in middle school and I was in high school, but now she was in high school with me as well and I was in high school. I don't remember which grade, or maybe they were just in the same spot, basically, that's why we were going to this, using the same bus. Anyways, we're in the same bus, we got on the bus, it was completely full, and and I saw one seat that was empty, I was like, alright, cool, I'm going to give it to my sister, I took her there, you know, I pushed her there, (laughs) basically, I was like, go, 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 and I made her sit down, and, you know, I gave her my bag, so I wouldn't have to stand with my bag, and I was standing, and interestingly enough, the, the head person, like the head girl, or one of the, you know, the women who um, took care of us, who was the leader, I guess. And she was just called the head girl, and every year they changed the head girl, and the head girl was usually from the top grade, and had the top grade, right? She was very popular and charming and intelligent and all that good stuff. Uh, everything that I aspired to be at that age, when I was very young, and I'd look up to this person and be like, wow, I want to be like that. Um, and I remember, I think her name was Ashwati. I'm not sure if that's right or not, but you know, she was the head girl at that point in time, and I had taken her seat. I had basically given my sister her seat, and she was very sweet. She was like, "Oh, don't worry about it. You know, I'll stand as well. It's fine. It's busy. I know." And she's very young, so it's okay for her to sit, and we can stand. You know, I felt very much like camaraderie with her. Yes, exactly, right? She's tiny. We should stand for that. Blah blah. blah. Anyways, uh, that was the last conversation I ever had with her. I never really spoke to her much, but I do remember thinking, you know, she was a, like a head girl she was one of those people that was like oh I wish I could be like her interestingly enough the memory was about me actually not being a head girl for sure because I never actually applied to be that way also I could not I wasn't popular enough or charming enough or any of that I was too shy um, maybe now I, if I went back I could have done it in this scenario but back then I was just painfully painfully awkward and shy but I do remember you know um, and I was in 12th grade as well grade 12 the highest grade in the, in the high school, I was now sitting in the back seats where all the higher grade people would sit, like all the cool people. And I would notice all the younger girls looking at us being like, oh, wow, you know, one day I'm going to sit in that, in that seat. It's kind of interesting how, you know, the, the school buses are set up. You, you probably have noticed this as well. The younger grades sit in the front, the older grades sit in the back, and, you know, they're the cool people somehow. I don't know how, just by, by age, I guess, and experience. And I remember sitting there, and, you know, I remember distinctively thinking about that first day where I had taken that seat from Ashwati, from that er- head girl. She was no longer with us, obviously, because she'd graduated and gone off to do whatever she was doing. I had no idea what she was doing because I never got close to her. I only got to spend maybe a few months with her, and then she graduated, and I graduated as well because I think I came in the middle of a grade, I think. Anyways, um, all of this to say, you know, it's really fascinating to me how as soon as I got into that back seat, like when I could just like sit and just watch the entire bus and everyone in the bus and notice what they were doing and they notice how everyone was doing, make sure everyone was fine, 
you know, I could take care of the little kids if necessary. Um, I could pre prevent people from pushing each other or things like that. As soon as I got to that spot, I was very comfortable. And I think it's, it's pretty similar to how INFJs live the rest of their life as well. You know, we kind of aspire to a certain goal post, perhaps, uh, some kind of person that we want to be, some kind of characteristic that we want to emulate, some kind of place that we want to live. I mean, I pictured myself living in a place with a pool for the longest time, and finally I'm here. And, you know, we kind of do this to ourselves. We kind of visualize, 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 and... Then a lot of us end up in that position and realize, oh, is this what I was waiting for? That's interesting. Um, and so, you know, as, I, as, I could, as you can imagine, when I finally got to that backseat and I finally became that grade 12 person who was, like, strong and tall and looked up to, I was like, wow, yeah, actually, <laughs> I'm not there yet. Yeah, I'm not that person yet. I'm not strong enough. I'm not charming enough. I'm not, not shy enough. Um, I'm not strong. Like, I'm not social enough and all that stuff. I knew at that point that I had a long, long way to go before I became that person. And I remember one other memory that I have about that bus ride. I have many memories about the, those bus rides because I loved them so much. They were a time to spend time with friends. They were a time to sit around and, and look out the window and you know daydream, things like that. But I do remember my last day on that bus ride, too. That last day of my high school, when I left that high school forever and we moved to Canada after. And I remember that bus ride very distinctively. And I kind of remember my first bus ride as well very distinctively. And I compared the two. You know, I looked at myself. I was like, okay, how far I have come from the time I had joined the high school to the time that I had left it, which was probably four or five years. And you know, it, was, it was really interesting for me to see because it was literally what INFJs constantly do for ourselves is that we constantly compare ourselves to a, a past us. And that's, I think, one of the reasons why it's very comforting to me being an INFJ is because a lot of times I'm not comparing myself to outside structures. Even though if, I'm, if I am comparing myself to someone else, it's usually because they have a characteristic that I really love and I'd like to you know, take that upon myself. Maybe they're really social in a way that makes everyone comfortable and I want to be like that. Or maybe they're really funny and I want to be funny. Things like that. But in a lot of cases, what we're constantly doing as INFJs and long story short, maybe I should have not told you that story. I hope you enjoyed it, though. Uh, long story short, basically what INFJs are constantly doing, as I did when I was that 14-year-old chick, and now as I'm a 38-year-old chick, um, and by chick I mean, you know, chicken-chick kind of thing, not like chick in a rude way. Um, I, I truly was just doing the same thing at that point as I'm doing right now. I look back a year back, six months back, six weeks back, and I look at the person I was, and I realize, oh, wow, I've made a huge, huge leap forward. I'm a completely different person now. And, you know, I, first of all, hopefully congratulate myself, try to. And then from that, I say, okay, what do I want to improve upon next? What kind of a person do I want to become next? How can I get better next so that I can look upon myself in six months, uh, six years, whatever it might be, and say, yes, I've become a better person than I was six years ago or six months ago, right? Um, and as we get older, obviously, these changes become more rapid. I've noticed that I don't need to go back six years. I can just go back six days sometimes, and I've changed so much in six days, and I can really feel the difference in me, inside of me. An interesting thing is that, or maybe a problematic thing is that, because we're constantly comparing ourselves to our past us, for us, we might be progressing very rapidly. 
and we're becoming you know better and better human beings but because we look exactly the same you know if you look at my videos in the past maybe I was thinner or younger looking perhaps maybe not so different but you know you you might look at me like well she's exactly the same person you know she, she hasn't changed at all and uh, for me you know I look back at that person and I think wow I am such a different person now like that person that I was in those videos when I did in the first in the beginning of this channel in 2016 April which is when I first started doing videos completely different from who I am right now I mean I don't I can't even express to you how different I am it is incomprehensible I never imagined I'd go so far I, I never imagined I'd change so much um, and I never imagined how much I would accomplish um, I had all these goals and I wanted to do all these things but I never imagined that I'd be able to do them you know of course we do put ourselves down in that way so that's terrible but we do constantly aspire you know constantly moving forward constantly like, pushing forward but like yes I want to do this and I want to go there and I want to reach these heights and I don't want to give up hopefully right um and so wow 30 years ago i was on that bus and you know the person of course that was back then and right now that i am is so different she would never have been able to do these videos because she would just be too shy also she wasn't articulate enough also she didn't have anything to speak anything to speak about she didn't have enough life experience at all right um but then back then i had a lot more aspirations about all these different things i wanted to try out and I tried out a couple of them and I realized that they're not for me, you know. And so that way as well, I kind of <clears throat> limited myself in a way, but in a good way. Because then you're not reaching for all the different things without any kind of discernment. You're kind of <clears throat> going for the things that matter to you truly, like truly, truly deeply, right? Um, so I wanted to kind of share this with you because I... I love the idea, like, as I said, I love the idea sometimes of being this person so much because I'm caught, <coughs> as I said, I, I was sick for a few days, so my throat is not doing so well. Um, as I said, I, I really love the idea that I am this person who is constantly leveling up a little bit, even if it's just by like an inch, maybe even if it's just by a few centimeters. I love the idea that I'm constantly looking at myself, looking at the one that I was previously and be like, hey, yeah, I was back there and now I'm standing here. I've taken a few steps forward because I've changed myself. I have um, transformed myself, you know, alchemized myself like a magician. <coughs> um, <coughs> so this is something that I wanted to share is that, I, 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 again, I would say this is actually a superpower for an INFJ because instead of wasting our time comparing ourselves to people who are outside of ourselves, who are not comparable to us because their life experiences are so different from us, it's like comparing apples to oranges, really, right? Or even worse than that, apples to orangutans. Because it's just a completely useless comparison, you comparing yourself to anyone else. Their life experiences, their karma, their, their interests, their desires, their needs, the talents, all of it is completely different from yours. So, of course, what your path is going to be is going to be completely different from theirs. There's no point comparing yourself to them. Yeah? The only person you can compare yourself to is the person you were 10 seconds ago, 10 minutes ago, 10 decades ago, or <laughs> if you were alive back then, 10 years ago. Um, and that, I think that's the best way to improve, really. If you compare yourself to yourself, 
I think is the, the healthiest way to improve yourself and move forward. And unhealthiest way, in my opinion, is to compare yourself to celebrities and people who you have no idea what they're really like, but you only see a persona of themselves online, and you think that's that them, that is them, and then you compare yourself to them. That, I think, is the worst way to do it. Thankfully, a lot of times, INFJs don't do that, which really helps us be healthier in, in the long term. Um, so I wanted to share this with you. I hope that it was okay. I wanted to do a... Um, a low capacity video today because I am still not feeling well uh, but I didn't want to leave you with no video at all so I would really love to hear your opinion or your stories about this you know how did you know or when did you know that you are usually comparing yourself to an older version of yourself or do you do that or don't you do that or why don't you do that I would love to hear all of that so please share with us in the comments below uh, and wherever you are, I am grateful for your support. I hope that you are taking care of yourself, especially if anyone is, you know, Ukrainian or listening to this in Ukraine. I'm sure maybe you're not. Um, you know, I hope that you're all doing well and staying safe. Thank you, everyone. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you want to put a face to the voice, you can check out my YouTube channel, Boom Shaka. Bye for now. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.